Hey and welcome to the Simply Create Business Podcast. These episodes focus on businesses based in the London and Essex area. We are bringing you their stories, the journey, and a great insight into them as people and their businesses. In each episode, we explore where it all started, where they are now, and what's next. What up everybody, this is Ray from Simply Create, and this is an extra special episode. Why? Well, for a number of reasons. Firstly, we're halfway through season two. This is the sixth episode, the July edition. Two, because Simply Create are announcing right now their brand new podcast called the Simply Create Scrapbook. So watch out and listen out for more updates on that coming real soon. That will run right alongside this one. And finally, to make it extra special, I'm proud to announce that this episode has my brother featuring as the guest. Aaron, he runs Ballers. We're going to find out all about his story and his journey. But as always, we dive straight in with the quick fire questions. Ready? Let's go. I'm going to jump straight in as we do with all the guests, uh, which is the uh, quick fire questions. Uh, I'll answer them however you feel feel fit. So here we go. Are Jaffa cakes a biscuit or a cake? Cake. uh, Takeaway or restaurant? Restaurant. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Tea or coffee? Tea, hate coffee. Mac or PC? All day Mac. Autumn or spring? Uh, Spring. Music while you work or silence? Silence. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, Invisibility. What is your least favourite chore? Gardening. (laughs) (laughs) One thing you would definitely take to a desert island? Football. Um, morning person or a night person? Uh, night, definitely. Favourite album, past or present? That's tough. Um, Favourite album? Um, maybe Usher, Confessions. Oh, good shout, good shout. Um, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Or neither? Um, yeah, I don't mind crunchy. <laughs> cats or dogs? Dogs, hate cats. Night in or night out? Night out. <laughs> and if you could ask anybody, future guests, a question like either or, what would you want me to ask them? Um, hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, these have been pretty easy and pretty simple. You can we'll, go in. We'll keep it sport themed then. All right, yeah. Oh, it has to be either or though. Well, no, no, you can ask it. What's their favourite sport? What's their favourite sport? Okay. Yeah, that's a great great question. Um, so, uh, the first section is all about in the beginning. Now, obviously, I've known you all my life. Um, Unfortunately. Well, <laughs> apart from the years I don't remember, but yeah. Um, so, I know that story, but tell everybody a bit about Aaron. A bit about Aaron Humwicks, where he comes from, what he does, and how he's got to kind of where he is now. Um, so, obviously, growing up, had two older brothers... Um, went to school locally within Barking and Dagenham. Um, always had a passion for sports, um, all sports, obviously in particular football. Um, played a lot of football growing up, but didn't actually start playing football until I was um, a little bit older. I didn't start playing for a team until I was like 14. Um, and then I've played football literally from the age of 14 all the way through to basically now, really. Um, and then um, like I had a... You know, I had a couple of jobs that I wasn't really into that much and then got into sports coaching um, about uh, seven or eight years ago now. 
Um, so I started off coaching um, for a company, um, and then I what like I always had the desire to get into like working in in a school full time, um, and then about four or five years ago that you know that came true. That was kind of like a dream for me to be working, you know, in a school full time, and then um, yeah, so working a school full time, and now I currently work uh, within Barking and Dagenham still, so still local, still within the same area that I grew up in. Um, and yeah, work as a sports coach slash PE teacher um, at a school in Barking and Dagenham. Okay, um, so moving on to your business, tell everybody a little bit about Ballers. So Ballers is coming up to, I think it's three and a half years old, coming up to four years, will be four years in October. Um, originally um, started off um, doing holiday clubs um, so we offer holiday clubs for children in primary schools that are age 5 to 11 um, within the area, again, locally within Barking and Dagenham uh, so that children can access sports activities during the school holidays. Um, wanting to make sure that um, they get an opportunity to play sports. Um, and obviously where I was working in schools, um, I could see a lot of the uh, miss, missed opportunities that they had to do that and that they were bored at home or playing on computers, etc. So I wanted to try and give them more opportunity to access sport when they're not at school. Okay, so tell everybody, which is the kind of the key, how it all got started. How did you come up with the idea of Ballers itself and start to start the business? Yeah, it's funny. We was on holiday, um, family holiday in, it was in Spain, yeah. Um, and we was all together and we was just talking. I don't even know how the conversation started, but we was just talking about, um, we was talking about, you know, things that we wanted to do and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'd love to start my own business sort of thing, doing sports coaching. And it, w it wasn't like entirely how I, the way I envisaged it is not necessarily how it is now, but I'd say that it's potentially better now, you know, with the, you know, I kind of went down the route of holiday clubs, but I wasn't 100% sure about if that was the, the route and whether I wanted to do like after school clubs or, you know, lunch clubs or whatever it was. Um, and we were just talking about ideas and I was saying like about it and everyone was saying, if you want to do it, then do it. And then we just started talking about what it could be called. And then I can't even remember, I think it was probably, I, I can't even remember it was, it might be my nephew or my mum or something. And they just said something about ballers. Um, and then we just started saying like, be a baller. And then you could like mix it in with all the other sports like basketballer, footballer you know, dodgeballer, all of those things. Um, and then literally, we was on holiday in the August, and then I came back to school with a plan. Um, and my head teacher at the time, an absolutely amazing woman, um, and, you know, she, she had the belief in me to, to go ahead with it. But also, um, I knew that if I was going to her with the type of person that she is, I had to have, like, a solid plan. Because mm -hmm. I knew that if I didn't go there with, with, with that, she would have lots of questions and be like, what are you going to do about this? And what are you going to do about this? And are you going to have this and that? So I made sure I was fully prepared, had a plan, took it to her and said, look, this is my idea and these are the reasons why I want to do it. And she was like, sounds great. And then that's how it all started. And, and, and did that give you the, the faith as well? Someone, someone outside of the circle of the family, obviously backing you all, you know, 100%, but someone outside that backing you as well, did that go, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that, I can yeah, do this. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the person, you know, that I'm talking about, who was the head teacher at the time, um, you know, she was someone who, um, you know, I admired and I respected, but also she was someone who was, you know, very driven, 
and and she was you know someone who was very organized and, and she knew the kind of things that she wanted so I knew that it had to be like a serious thing I couldn't mm -hmm. go in half-hearted mm -hmm. um, but the great thing about it is that you know she she eventually left and now I'm working with her again um, and and it feels it feels good again you know I really enjoy working for her and with her and I feel like uh, inspired by her and I also feel like um, she's got a lot of faith and appreciation in sort of the things that I do so you know the fact that she she took a risk as well on me and said you know look I reckon he's going to do a good job and that it's going to go well so you know you know the fact that she took a risk was like you know something that I really appreciated at the time. I think having somebody who supports you outside of, of those circles um, can just sometimes be enough to go, okay, I've got something here. I've got something really that I you're, should go You're for. always going to get support from your family, you know, for the good times. Well, you hope so. Well, yeah. You know, if you've got a decent family or decent, you know, family behind you, then you're always going to get that support through the good times and through the bad times. And, you know, if you do something and it doesn't work out, they're still going to support you. So it's good to have people outside that. And, and sometimes that support is misguided, right? They can, yeah. people uh, back you, even though they probably yeah, shouldn't, and should yeah, turn around exactly. and go, yeah. they ain't gonna yeah. cut it. So, yeah. um, so yeah. moving on. So from the start, you've started it up, you've got to where you are in Ballers. So first of all, before I ask the next question, tell everyone where they can find Ballers. So it's all about, this podcast is all about local businesses, businesses in Essex and East London, uh, getting out there, helping them to get, get a platform to talk to people and get their story out there. So tell people where they can find you. So um, obviously in the, in the world of social media, we're all across the socials. Um, so Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can visit us on our website, which is www.ballers.uk. Um, and you can find out information about the holiday club, the times that it runs, the location. Um, you can book online via our website. Um, there's a contact number there, so if you'd like to call for any inquiries, then you can, then you can call. Um, there's pictures on there, there's videos on there, um, and there's lots of content really um, where you can see, you know, what's happening. And like I said, you know, if you want to call and ask any questions about it, or you want to book via the phone, you don't want to book online, then you can. Um, you know, but we want to try and put ourselves out there, you know, as much as we possibly can, so that people can see. Um, it's not just for children embarking in Dagenham either. It's for children, you know. You know, it doesn't matter if you want to drive from outside of the borough into the borough. We've had people coming from all different, you know, areas. Uh, so it's not it's not just children locally or not just children that go to the school where we host the venue. Um, it's an opportunity for, for any children. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who, as long as they're within the age range that, you know, they can come down and join in. And I'm definitely probably going to help him a little bit here. One, I wouldn't, he's my brother anyway. We've had conversations about this segment and how much I really want all of my guests to do exactly that, which is promote as much as they can in, in this section to say where you can find them, what they're about and what they're doing. Um, but also I something I think I have to mention is the cost of ballers, which I think is for a, a whole day at the club. It's £10 now, yeah, if you book £10, in advance. £10. £10 for your child yeah. to go to a sports club all day. Like I just think, hands down, you probably can't spend that tenner any better. Uh, again, I'm biased, so don't necessarily, but go along and try. Um, but how okay so tell people about the, the costing how did you get to that just the yeah like in regards to the costing so growing up in this area um, and knowing people that grew up in this area as well um, like friends that we grew up with from my generation from my brother's generations um, knowing the kind of area it is working in this area playing football in this area um, you know I know that it's, it's not a very affluent area and I know that it's difficult, you know, for parents 
to find the money to, you know, buy the kids all the things that, you know, the, all the essentials that they need, you know, and then give them more. So, you know, the USP for the business from the start, from the start was that we wanted um, it to be the cost was the main thing that parents would look at it and be like, wow, you know, that is, you know, that is so reasonable for what they get, but also that they're getting quality from it as well. So it's not just, it's not just a money-making thing for the business. It's about, we want to get the kids active. If we charge the kids a lot of money, it might be difficult for parents to send them. Whereas if we charge them something that they think, wow, that's really affordable for what they get. And then once they experience it and they see that it's £10, then they can turn around and be like, well, not only is it affordable, but it's, it's, it should be more than that. Or it should be, you know, you're getting a lot of quality. For, value for money. Yeah, a lot of value for money. Um, you know, but if, if you said to, if you said to someone, right, here's, you know, 10 pound, you get, you got 8.30 till 4.30, which is the hours that we run and all they need is a packed lunch. So let's say that costs another fiver, spending 15 pound for the whole day. If they book in, if they book uh, four days or five days, then they get it for nine pound a day. Um, but it's also, <laughs> money's going down, not up. <laughs> but it's also, it's also the fact that, um, you know, they might take their kids to the cinema or take them to the South End to go to the amusements or bowling or whatever. And that will maybe last, you know, South End will last, you know, probably most of the day. Bowling will last a couple of hours, um, you know. But they they get that experience at Ballers for the whole day um, with their friends. They can meet up with their friends at the same time and say, right, we're going to go at the same day. And the most important thing that within this area that it's affordable for people. So that was wanting to be the main thing that we pushed. I mean, we wanted to show people that we're not, we're not doing it cheap because it's, it's not very good and you're paying only a small amount and this is what you're getting. We want to show that we're actually charging a small amount, but you're getting a lot of returns. Yeah, amazing. As a parent. I think amazing. And every note to every guest that uh, comes on the podcast, feel free to do that. Really push what your product is, what your service is and how you want people to get involved because essentially that's what it's all about and he knew that prior to coming onto it which is why he's he's pushed that so much so I'm, I'm glad he has and it gives everybody the freedom to do that in the future um so we're going to talk about struggle now um so again this is for anybody anybody listening who wants to run a business or start a business or whatever and some people just make it look easy you know and especially in this instagram world we live in uh and the social media world people think that overnight it happens and you're, yeah. you've made it um tell people have you ever thought or woke up and thought I can't do this anymore it's tough it's too much I don't I don't think I can or I don't know if I want to and if you have how did you get around that I I genuinely have never felt in the time that I've been doing it that I don't think I could continue or that I wanted to look into doing something else or 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 shutting it down or anything I genuinely haven't felt like that um it's always something that I've wanted to push to, to make it better um there have obviously been setbacks along the way um, and it has been a struggle. Like at the start, getting everything in place that I needed to be in place, um, it took a lot of time and effort. You know, you've got to put in a lot of you know documentation in. You've got to be insured. You've got you have everyone DBS checked. All of them things that are really important when you're working with children of that you may not need when you're starting up a business for adults. Um, so they take a lot of time behind the scenes. Obviously, a financial cost at the start because of all the things that you're supplying without any business. You don't know if any children are going to even turn up or how many children are going to turn up. So true. Um, so financially, you know, that was one of the things that was a real struggle um, at the start. Um, and then obviously we built up a great, um, 
the holiday club over the last three years and then we just tried to open a second camp which has been successful but then the original camp um is now you know not going to be running so it's kind of like a yeah. like a um a bit of a barrier there but you know that only makes me more determined to to make the new one just as successful as the last one um but the idea was to open up two at the same time so they were running simultaneously and kind of see how they were getting on and see how if you could affect children in different areas um, more children yeah. to go into these camps yeah, that you're exactly. supporting so yeah. yeah um so yeah that was the idea but it's not quite worked out like that but you know whether it's business <coughs> excuse me whether it's business or life there's always going to be obstacles and it's just about how you how you get through them but I, i've never i can honestly say i've never felt like oh, i don't want to do this anymore i can't um you know even though it is it is difficult when you're doing a business and a day job full time you know and you know coaching or whatever on the side it is a lot and it's hard to prioritize your time you know for the thing that you want to most because i'd love to just do ballers as my main job of course but you know doesn't work not, out well schools don't have enough holidays yeah they have they a lot have but they don't have enough um so uh okay so local the, the community so two things that we kind of focus on in this section are the community and creativity so the first one is is how do you interact with your local community you you're rooted in the borough from boy to now uh, to your business how do you interact with your local community uh the one the one main thing is that um we offer we offer the holiday clubs to anyone within the borough um we we uh, we're in contact with multiple schools where we um you know do like assemblies and stuff where we give out leaflets um to multiple schools so that they're getting the opportunity as well so it's not just the school that we're working within um the idea is that we want as many children from the community involved we want them taking part in sports we want to tackle you know the the high levels of uh, obesity that are in Barking and Dagenham um so the more we can include you know the better you know so we we try and make it as you know as inclusive as possible for all the children locally to to you know to take part in the activities um and what can the local community do for you to support you um how could they really take try to if the lo- if now everybody listen to this podcast rallied behind ballers um and all the people in Barking and Dagenham and Redbridge and Haverhill and all that kind of thing said yeah we love this we want more what could they do to really spur you on to really yeah. push ballers the, the one of the things that um is difficult is you know is is getting into the school in front of the children to to kind of say to them like I said about assemblies it would be good if we could do more of those you know it's about people buying into it and and if you've got a head teacher that buys into it and wants to support it then that can only be great for you um you know but um one of the things that um is a little bit frustrating from my point of view is that I don't know if you know about it but there's they've just opened up like a I don't know how many million pound a multi-million pound leisure center in Parslow's Park. Oh no, I didn't know that. Um and Prince Harry opened it. Oh okay. Um so he was the one who did the grand opening. Um and the frustrating thing for me is that we've got a holiday club there that's running for the last 3 years successfully. <laughs> um and it's not it's it's not it's not that it bothers me that it's there. It's the fact that they haven't looked at what's currently there and said, "Right, well, this is what's going on here at Ballers." what could we do could we give funding to try and help that how could we make it bigger could we support it and say go to other local initiatives or local schools and say well this is what ballers are doing here and they're getting this amount of children and they're charging this amount and this and that we'd like to put it here 
as well and we'd like to put it here as well so we've got it in like three locations and we're going to fund it and we're going to support it and we're going to offer things and they've just pumped like multi-millions of pounds into this place you know and don't get me wrong the place is amazing and it's great for kids and it's great for older kids as well you know to kind of keep them off the street um you know with all the crime you know kind of crime that's happening um but it'd be nice you know it's it's not we're not a new thing it's something that's been going on for a little while I feel like it's not really something that the people that are in positions of importance are taking note of and then saying, right, well, look at this guy or look at this guy and his team and they're doing this job and it's great and this and that. So what could we do to push that and help them even more so? And that's one of the things that I find frustrating. But, you know, it's just something that you've got to keep plugging away, at, I guess. I think that um, with that scenario as well, even if they did kind of test the waters around the area, they didn't make necessarily promote it well enough for you to be able to get involved. Like yeah. you only found out of it now it's built or yeah. now it's done. Well, or well, now I, knew, I knew about the plans in place, but you know, if they knew about us, it, it might not even be us. Let's say there's a holiday club that's running for five years or ten years or whatever. They might approach them and say, "Look, we're building this new venue. How would you feel about doing a holiday club there? And we can offer you this, and you can offer us that, and just kind of like working together because we're all trying to achieve the same goal. They're trying to take kids off the street. I'm trying to take kids off the street." They're trying to keep kids active. I'm trying to keep kids active. And, you know, they're trying to make kids are safe, make sure kids are safe. And I'm trying to do the same thing. So we've got a common goal. Of course. Um, you know, so it'd be great if... Work you know, together if you, yeah. and use some of that yeah. money to uh, yeah, push but, on. Yeah, even if it wasn't, even if even if it's not money, it, it could just be a head teacher turning around to me and saying, look, I've I seen what you're doing with ballers. I saw it on socials or whatever. I went on your website. It looks great. You know, we'd like to fund some places from our school or we'd like you to do an assembly at our school or could you come down and do a summer fete or be a store or oh, anything. Yeah, 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 just like an opportunity to More give out flyers or, you know, whatever and just interact with, you know, with people. We'll be getting right back into the interview in just a moment. We just wanted a chance to say thank you very much for listening. If you're not already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, we'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the podcast. So please make sure you get in touch on any of the social media platforms. And finally, if you're listening to this in an app, please don't forget to rate and review. It's really appreciated. Right. Um, okay. So moving the uh, question on. Um, uh, one thing I talk about massive in, uh, of Simply Create is creativity. So um, I talk to every business that I have on the podcast about creativity and how important they feel like being creative and the role it plays in their business. Now, we've had loads of different businesses on. So for you, what, what's your feeling about creativity in your business and what role does it or doesn't it play? I think that obviously when you're working with children, it's important to keep them engaged and excited and entertained and stuff. Um, so one thing we always try and do at Ballers is we try and have different themed activities depending on the time of year or what's going on. So like at Halloween, we'll try and have a Halloween party with Halloween themed activities. At Easter, we always do an Easter egg hunt, which is always a massive success. Um, um, you know, we, we try and do different activities through the summer. We do like Bouncy Castle and we do bikes and scooters and stuff. So we try and do lots of different things to keep it fresh for the kids. We try and do new games, new sports. Um, a lot of sports that are coming in now are American sports that they're trying to bring into primary school. So like okay. baseball and yeah. NFL, five-a-side NFL and stuff. Where so was it's great. when I was at school? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, proper good though because like you do, I know it's going a bit off topic, but you draw out your fun. own plays <sighs> and then you like, the quarterback like makes the play and they call the play. And I definitely would have been QB, just yeah. saying. So, um, but yeah, it's really good. So you can introduce new things to yeah, them yeah, that yeah. they maybe haven't tried before. Um, 
you know, and and along with the the normal sports that they would be doing, you know, uh, within score that they currently know about. Um, uh, but it, from, from our point of view, like from a creativity point of view, we're always trying to do new ideas that we think are going to work well. Um, and some of it is trial and error, and some of them work, and some of them are not as great. But we want to try and give the children something extra to look forward to. And also, again, when it comes back to the cost, we're charging £10 a day and we're saying you're actually getting this as well. So you're getting an Easter egg hunt for that £10 a day. So although we might get more kids, there's obviously more um, you know, outgoings for us. Course, yeah. But at the same time, we're saying, well, we're going to offer you this opportunity to take part in this, you know, like, you know, bikes and scooters day or Easter egg hunt or whatever. And we're still saying it's ten pound a day, um, but yeah. So we're trying to. We're, no special. We're prices, open. The same, we're open to to being as you know as creative as it allows. You know, but like like I said, it comes back to time and planning and of course. stuff like that. And that's something that's important with within the business. Can you um, tell people that are listening something you are struggling with? So this is this is to try and one. If anybody's listening and can help you with that struggle. This is the opportunity that hopefully those ears are listening. So um, yeah, tell them what you're struggling with and how you how they might be able to help you. Uh, uh, yeah, because everybody in businesses does hit a struggle. And again, some people just make it seem seamless, like it never it would just happened, and it doesn't. There are things that you walls you're facing. So what are you facing right now? Yeah. Um, so like I said to you, in, in regards to like the two holiday clubs we were running, um, there was a point in time when. I was looking for a new venue uh, or, a, or an additional venue and it was quite difficult for me to A, get in touch with the right people, but B, like, I felt like a, a lot of places and schools were quite reluctant to want to hire out their premises because I felt like they've, instead of seeing the benefits that they would get from having it, it was more about, you know, the things that they needed in place to have it, like so ha- someone opening and locking up or whatever, um, which is obviously things that they've got to think about. So that's one of the things that we struggle with, like additional venues and, and it's the one, obviously I work in school, so I understand, but it's always difficult to get in touch with the right person. It's, it's a lot, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot who you know. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing as everything. Like if you know someone, you can get straight into the, to the place that you want to go. If not, you're, you know, you're forever back and forward. Um, you know, but like for me, it's like get, one of the hard things is kind of finding out, you know, why, why, why are the children coming? Or why are they not coming? It's, it's, it's something that's really hard to judge in terms of like bookings. Sometimes we'll have really busy days and sometimes we'll have like slightly quieter days. And, it, and one of the hard things is that, why have we got that quieter day? You know, or, you know, if the parents haven't been back for a while, have they moved house? Have they moved out of the area? Um, do they do something else? You know, because I know one of the mums was saying to me that um, she doesn't send the kid, her kid to ballers anymore not because he doesn't enjoy it, but because she wants to spend more time with him during the holidays, because she works in the school as well and she gets that time off. But it's only because of the fact that I know her and that I spoke to her about it that I found out. So one of the hard things for me is, you know, finding out, you know, why, you know, children come in or not come in and how we can, you know, interact with parents better. But, you know, in regards to the parents, I know it's slightly off topic, but some of the parents have been so supportive and, and that is something that, you know, is you know, really means a lot to me because obviously I want the kids to come and have fun. And obviously the coaches are there, you know, and they do a fantastic job, the coaches as well. Um, you know, but the support from the parents is like, you know, they, they support everything on Facebook, they share it, they pass it on to other people, they like it, um, you know, you know, they, yeah, just 
so supportive with what we're doing because they can see keep the, doing that yeah they can see yeah they can yeah. see the the impacts that it's having on their children yeah, yeah. and and the fact that it is having a positive impact on them you know means that they want to return that by saying look you know i think you're doing a great job and sort of and that's one thing that we heavily rely on like parents spreading word the word of mouth yeah, yeah 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 every business biggest marketing tool if anyone doesn't know this already is word yeah. of mouth is always going to be your and, it, biggest. and it doesn't take long for you to turn around to someone and say well this is great or share like comment post you know whatever of and course. you of all people know that. So, <laughs> yes I do. yeah um so share and like and <laughs> do all of that people because it helps um so uh, you talked about USP earlier, which is really yeah. good because not many people that I've had on a podcast have mentioned that so early on you thought about your USP, which is Just great. clarify in case you don't know what USP is. Well, I was getting to that, but uh, yeah, sorry. no, no, go, you go U- for it. Unique selling point yeah, of yeah. our business. So, so what, would, what do you think, now that's your unique selling point, but what do you think makes Ballers unique? I think the relationships that we build with the children is the key. Um, and that's, Right from from me, obviously, who's who's uh, you know the the founder of the business, you know my head coach Joe, um, all the way through to you know to the photographer that we have, um, so the relationships that we build with the children is is different. So I might have good relationships with some of the children that I already know, or that you know, it's like it's like in life you 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 build good relationships with people based on the fact that you've got things in common or you relate to them or whatever so it doesn't bother me that you know there'll be a little boy or a little girl that says you know that person's my favorite coach or this person my favorite coach i think it's great that they've all got different favorite coaches you know and i don't i i don't want it to be that everyone's like oh on one person or on me or whatever you know for me it's great because then if that child's upset or if that child's hurt or whatever or they feeling a certain type of way, I know that, you know, it might be, oh, Ray, can you go and deal with this child? Because you know them better and they, you know, you know, feed off you better. But I think like the relationships that we've built over the last year, like originally when we started, it was just me and Joe, who's my head coach now. um, And he was 17 at the time. So he was like real young and he was kind of learning his trade. Um, Three years down the line, he's running the camp for me, the holiday club, should I say. He's running the holiday club for me. and, you know, he's built up relationships and then we've got other coaches in there um, with, with different levels of experience. Like we've got Liam and Jeff and, um, you know, and Billy who takes our pictures and stuff like that. Um, you know, and we've got, you know, we've got Harry who works there now as well. And we've got coaches who are all from different backgrounds and can relate to all the kids in different ways and got different relationships with them. So I think one of the things that, you know, I think a lot of the kids come because they enjoy it and because they can make friends, but they also enjoy the relationships that they have with the coaches and they feel valued and they feel respected and they feel safe, Great. you know, and, and that, that's the kind of environment that we want to create and, and we want to create a fun environment for them to be in and, you know, something that's a positive impact on them. Of course. What do you think has been the best way you've advertised your business? So something that's been the most, a, a, a successful, something you've done that's been successful? Uh, Facebook, Facebook's it? definitely the best for me because you get the mums, you know, between, you know, whatever, the age of 18 to 20, all the way up to, you know, 40 or whatever. Um, and the mum, you know, the mums are mainly the ones that um, will be on Facebook or will be promoting it or whatever. So f- Facebook for me is the best. I found that Instagram's starting to get a bit better and Twitter's not really taken off. I just feel like the market of my business doesn't really suit Twitter. I still use it because you never know who's looking or who's exactly. watching or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, 
face, Facebook for me is definitely, definitely the one just because I feel like that niche market that I'm targeting, most children will be brought by their, pe- by their parents yeah, and most children will be brought by their mums. Mm-hmm. Not saying that the dads don't. Respect to all the dads. <laughs> um, not saying that the dads don't, but majority, from yeah, based yeah. on what I've seen, is Numbers mums. are numbers, yeah. yeah, yeah mums. Yeah. Um, and most mums out of Instagram, Facebook and, and Twitter will be most confident using Facebook and, 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 and they, they use that the most. So um, it's definitely the best for me. Kind of changing now, we're going into like the future section, which is the last section you'll be pleased to know. Um, yeah. But um, is advice. So anybody out there who one wants to set up a camp, one wants to start a business, who wants to get started with a project, anything, something that you've learned along the way doing ballers that you think is going to be valuable to help them on their way, really? Yeah, in fact, um, one of my good friends, Darrell, um, he works at a, a school also within the borough and he actually came down to ballers to have a look at kind of the setup and the things that were going on. And he's, since then, he's opened up his own holiday club. Amazing. Yeah, so like- You've opened your doors to let yeah, someone come in yeah, so they can yeah. even start um, is... You know, and he's a proper decent guy um, and someone I'm more than happy to help. Uh, and, and, you know, within the business as well, <coughs> it's not so much that I see it as him as a competitor. Mm-hmm. I see it that he's got the same goal as me. Yeah. And he's trying to achieve the same thing as me. So why would I not support him um, and say to him, right, this is what we do. You don't have to do it like that, but, you know, have a look and see what you think. And then since then, he's started up his own one and he, he ran his first one over Easter. He didn't run one in May, um, but he said it ran really well. I, I don't know if he's running it in the summer, but, you know, and he's he's a supporter of Ballers and I'm a, a supporter of his um, business, which is called Inspired Minds Through Sport. Shout outs to other companies. Didn't yeah, even know that was cool. coming, but yeah, um, and there's another, there's another guy, you know, who's friends with me, his name's Mark. He runs one called Federation Sports in another area. Um, and, you know, and he's a really good guy as well. And he's a quality coach and he runs, you know, a really good camp as well. And it's something that, you know, I'll, you know, I'll definitely, you know, promote. Um, so and, I guess and, this is leading into support is one of the Yeah, things. yeah. So, you know, support is definitely one. You know, I think it's good to share knowledge and, you know, share, share that kind of information. So I've obviously shared and Mark shared stuff with me and I've shared stuff with him. And he's um, now started doing like leaflet design, which is something that he didn't do before. And he's kind of looked at my leaflets and said, right, I think these are great. I want to do something uh, similar, you know. So, you know, from my point of view, if it's going back to the children and it's helping the children, then it's, you know, it's a, it's a bonus and a winner. Let's narrow down, though, to those people that are starting out what's the advice you would give them? Um, so obviously you've let open your doors and let those people yeah. in, which is I'd, about the support. Yeah. One, one of the main things, sorry. Yeah, so like, a, pra- a practical piece of advice yeah. that you could give anybody who wants to start out in business or start doing this business if you want to, but in general, yeah. like they've got the idea, they're there, but they're, yeah. They're, I think don't be afraid to fail. That's got to be one of the main things. And we all know um, simply create talks about And that. yeah, don't be afraid to fail um, but obviously you get, you get out of it what you put into it. And if you're prepared to put in, you know, time and effort into it, then I, I, I think you will reap rewards as long as you're prepared to do that. Um, so I definitely say, don't be afraid to fail and don't be, there's going to be obstacles that hit you and you've got to be prepared for that. So I'd say it's one of them things you just got to try and take in your, your stride. It is hard. You're stressed with all kinds of things. Might be your family, might be someone's ill, might be money, might be your health, anything. But at the end of the day, you can't let that stop you and you, stop you and you can't let that affect you. And, and you've got to say that, right, 
this is in front of me. Can I affect it? Can I make a change? If I can't make a change, then I need to do something differently. And if I can make a change, then what changes can I make? Um, and that's and that's something that you know really resonates with me. Well, um, okay, so about a tool now, so a practical tool that you use, so an app that you use most often, something that you think's helped you on a, a, a on a computer or a book or something, something that people can go reference and check out that's kind um, of helped you in your business. There's a website called Out of School Alliance, um, and basically that tells you a lot of the things that you need to have in place in order to start up a uh, holiday club. That's exactly it. Um, you can look at some of the things for free. You can also sign up for a certain amount. It's only like £30 or something for the year, like an annual subscription. And then you can buy things on there. So like if you needed like documentation, you can buy it and okay. then change it yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to like suit your business. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can buy like a whole lot of templates just so that you've got them in place. Because obviously, like I said, when you're working with children, you have to have these things in place before anything can happen. Um, and if you're doing that with a school, um, they will ask you for those things course, before yeah, you yeah. go in there. So yeah, it's called Out of School Alliance, and it's it's, it's quite good. We'll link everything up in 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 the podcast. You can also so you can also get you can also find out about getting Ofsted registered, which is something that I'd love to to be able to do in the future as well. Nice. Um, so uh, two more questions, and then a last special question, if you like. Um, one is, what are you most looking forward to for footballers in the next twelve to eighteen months, or where do you hope to be at least? Um, I would hope to be running two successful holiday clubs um, simultaneously. And um, I did get there briefly <laughs> for, one, for one holiday club. <laughs> and now the dream's over. But we'll go again. Like I said, it's a hurdle. Of course. And it's a setback. But, you know, we go again and, and try and get ourselves up to two. And then, you know, if we can build on that and go, go bigger... Um, maybe outside the borough next, or maybe free inside the borough. We'll see, see what happens. But see what you never know what opportunities are around the corner. And as they say, one door closes and another one opens. So, um, so yeah, the idea for the next twelve months is to be make Valence, which is where I'm running the holiday club from now, um, successful, and then open up a, up a second holiday club and run them together. So a lot of this uh, podcast is about business and businesses of the local area. Uh, the last the kind of question that I want to ask is about anybody who's not in business. So it's actually about looking for a career. Maybe they're un- it's kind of a scenario question. Uh, they're unemployed or they're just out of school or out of college or out of university and they're looking for a job. What bit of advice could you give them that would make them stand out if applying for a job? So let's just say someone was trying to be a coach at Ballers. Yeah. What's one thing they could do to just go and stand out to really kind of catch your eye? Um, initiative or being proactive is the most important thing for me like as a coach. Second to that is that they're reliable. <laughs> um, I, don't, I can't think of any of my coaches in the last three years that have called in sick. Like, touch wood, yeah. Classic don't touch wood, that. yeah, touch yeah. Wood. yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Um, yeah, so they haven't, the, the, they're reliable. So when they say they're going to be there, they'll be there. They're there, sorry. Um, you know, a couple of times, you know, they're running late or whatever, which is normal. Don't mind that. Not, like, it's, not, it's not the end of the world. But they haven't called in and been like, I can't make it in today. They're reliable. But the most important thing for me is initiative and that people can think on their feet. So if I'm dealing with a, you know, like a potential issue, you know, maybe a child's fallen over and hurt himself and I'm giving that child first aid, I want to see that that coach has got the initiative to go, well, 
I'm going to step up and say, right, we're going outside now. Makes we're going to do this now. Makes we're going to play this game now. You know, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be that you do this amazing coaching session. It just means that you've, dis you've looked at the children and you think, well, they're not currently doing anything at the moment or he's distracted or someone else is distracted. And you then think on your feet and go, right, we're going to get into this or we're going to play this or I've got a game for you. And just kind of like improvise on the spot and, of course. and, and think on your feet because that's one thing. Um, keep keep know, the momentum, keep yeah. the excitement, just yeah, keep exactly. the distraction. Yeah, any game, do any it, game. Like sometimes else. we even just do like a quiz, like at lunchtime or something. We'll be like, right, we're going to do a quiz and we make questions up and we say, you know, you know, like if we feel like some of the kids, you know, you know, want to want to do something a bit different, we do like a dance off or something like anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be sport related, depending on that time. But yeah, initiative is one thing that's really key. If I'm looking at two different coaches and I've got one that thinks on their feet and, and get, kind of gets stuck in and makes things happen and one that kind of doesn't, then that's definitely the, the thing for me. Um, but obviously, them being reliable as well is just, just as important. So, thinking on your feet and use your initiative and be reliable, I think that isn't just... Yeah, uh, yeah, doesn't just connect with ballers, but obviously it does in this case, but it applies across the board. So again, the, the, the reason for that question is to try and help people to, if you're looking for a job, to stand up. Um, so that's the end of the podcast, apart from you have one special question, mm -hmm. which is that you get to ask me a question. Anything you want, put me on the spot. I always think that I've just kind of thrown loads of questions at my guests. They yeah. didn't necessarily know what was coming, so it's their turn to do exactly the same back to me, but I only get let them to do it once, so just make one it question. a good one. One question you want to ask mm -hmm. me about anything. Uh, I'm on the spot. I, again, I don't know what's coming, so throw what you want at me. Um, I'm hoping, because he's my brother, he won't be too mean, but... No, it's going to be sport related. Okay. I, I wanted Oof. to ask two questions, but. All right, go on. I'll give you two. I'll give you two. Give two. It's a special episode, right, okay. so yeah, yeah. First question is, yeah. If if you was in America, yes, and you could get a scholarship in any sport, yeah, what would it be? I don't, American football. American Without football. A shadow of a and well, like not. This is not the, this is not the next question, but like what position? Just oh, anyone's um, curious. I think. Obviously, everybody will want to go for QB, right? But I think if I'm being a realist, yeah, you I to have be to be a realist. A realist. Yeah. Um, I would probably say I would be uh, a wide receiver because I'm a good catcher and I'm a good, I'm athletic, so I can jump and catch. Um, okay. That's my reason. Uh, I can run and I can beat beat someone, but I probably haven't got the arm, and I'm, pre I'm definitely not any kind of blocker or anything. No, you'd be. I think. Um, so I think wide receiver or running back. Right, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, but they're gonna hit some hard yeah. hits. They're running yeah. backs. I don't know. Yeah, well, um, the wide receiver could take one in the air. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I think. Yeah, I've yeah, I've I've I think I've always loved American football. Um, but more recently I've properly yeah. started to get into it yeah. um, and I love the way it's so tactical that's yeah. what I love about it the most that yeah. you can have plays the plays just excite yeah, me it's quite, yeah. Um, so yeah that's that one you love that five side one yeah the second question was um, what skills like what skills do you think you've learned from sport from sport yeah like so from playing sports what are the main things that you'd say or like things that you've learned or like skills that you've acquired from playing sport? So uh, I think it's, it's probably loads of things. I actually think sport's a big thing and um, I haven't, I'm gonna drop a bomb a little bit here because I'm gonna tell you people uh, who are listening something I haven't mentioned before. Um, but a lots of what I'm doing, um, reasons why I'm doing some of the stuff that I'm doing is Simply Create is because I think there's a massive correlation between sport and teams and business in teams, how, su 
If you think of the most successful teams in the world, everybody always goes to sport. Yeah. The old Man United team, uh, Bra- the old Brazilian team. Yeah. Um, they go to, you know, um, the Olympic teams that win, yeah. you know, the, ro- the rowers and stuff. They think about that sport as a team. Yeah. But actually, a great team could also be in business. And I think there's a massive bridge there. And that's yeah. something I really want to get kind of get into it and kind of... Um, so I think communication, how to communicate quickly and effectively um, is definitely one. Um, leadership. I think leadership is not something you can be taught necessarily, but actually shines through on a pitch or on a court or in a scenario. You can see who the people that have got characters when the chips haven't fallen their way can dig deep. Um, And I think, and teamwork, like working together. Like uh, whenever I play a team sport, as much as I'm the most critical about myself on the pitch, it's a team and you win as a team, you lose as a team. So um, that'd be it. So lastly, all I have to say is thanks so much, Raf, uh, for being Thank on the you. podcast. Um, it's been great. Uh, oh, there's some things I've known and lots I have known, um, but uh, I hope you've enjoyed the interview. Um, yeah, thanks good. for your time because it all takes uh, everybody's time. So yeah, it's yeah, always it's much good. appreciated, even though you're my bro, I can appreciate um, no, you stepping good. out. So um, if anything you want to leave the view- viewers or listeners with, otherwise, take it easy. Hashtag be a baller. <laughs> nice. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and any comments with any feedback would be much appreciated.